Welcome back to Dice Weave, everyone. Last y'all left off, you had gone to Radigan's store, the Vinyl Rat, which is currently burning down because Elmer lit it on fire. Look, we are not the arsonists here. I yeah. count that as a win. Yeah. <laughs> it's a moral victory at the very least. You rescued three people from the secret basement, which is like carved into it via a, probably a cipher or artifact or something of the sort. And then y'all uh, slashed the tires, most of the tires on the limo that was outside. It tried to drive away. Elmer, who got knocked out, got run over a little bit. He's he's okay-ish. He will, he'll be okay if he gets medical attention. His legs are pretty messed up because that's what you do with a lot of people in this arc. Uh, their, their legs are revoked. You take hey, kneecap that privileges. That wasn't our fault. That was the driver. Also, yes. it's just good strategizing. If we don't want to just murder people, taking out the legs is the best way to make sure that they don't <laughs> die, but also they stop getting away from us. They'll just need yeah. months and months of physical therapy. They're the punishment still for crime is removal of the legs. You you don't get to have kneecaps if you have stolen some hubcaps. We have yet to remove anybody's legs completely, okay? We're not there yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Leaves us open for character development in the future. Knee capital punishment. Nav is going to pick up a bone saw one of these days, and it's <laughs> never going to be the same. And then the way... We left things. Belle is currently on top of Radigan in the backseat of the limo. Not in a sexy way. <laughs> the driver has put up his hands. Radigan has given up. Elmer is not really able to have a say in the matter. And Pete said, I, you're under arrest, I guess. Also, there are three people in a snowbank next to a building that is on fire. Okay, well, then we should probably move them before they catch fire. Uh, sounds great. I am just gonna... Let me see. What's the procedure? Oh, yeah, we should probably take their guns, right? Yes, that does sound like a good decision, Pete. And frisk them this time. God damn it, we learned our lesson. Okay, we're gonna need to figure something out, because I only have one pair of handcuffs in my magic bag. Yes, we, we have to have gotten more handcuffs at this point. There's no. We brought a black van. You, we we were driving here with confronting these guys in mind. Did the estate have handcuffs? Like handy? Well, I don't see why not. We came in a big van that was probably stocked with basics for something. They probably either have <laughs> rope or an extension cord or some handcuffs, something that we can use to. We to checked out one of the guys. classic, uh, like pre-prepped for black bagging vans. <laughs> yeah, nice. like the the bl- there there's there's supplies in the van i do look forward to y'all getting to meet the estate's new requisitions officer but that's next arc <laughs> sounds oh great or whenever but yeah the driver hands you his gun pete since you're there awesome all right uh so we're gonna have you step out one at a time and my uh colleagues here will Frisk you. Uh, sorry about the whole personal space thing, but the last time we didn't do this, someone kind of teleported. Wait, why hey. am I apologizing? Get out of the van! <laughs> <laughs> the limo. But the driver steps out of the limo, looks down at Elmer, kind of mumbles an apology. <laughs> Radigan, 
I guess you can kind of drag out or um, drag the bitch by the ankles and fucking uh, hog time with my handcuffs. Do we want to role play the rest of this or do we want to cut forward? So are we just like assumably getting everybody in the van? Yeah. The only thing I I, I want to to do is check on the, the victims. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We, we should work out what the deals are. Nav is going to um, shout out, Colin, do you think you could come help and check that these people aren't dying? Absolutely. Let's go do a basic first aid checkup on these guys and also move them away from the burning building. (laughs) Okay. You move these folks away. They all seem... You you check their pulses. They seem... But the two that were knocked out or who were unconscious, um, they have pulses. They are steady. They seem fine. They just seem... they, They just are... They're all, all three of them have purple hands and spiral eyes. Um, they're clearly under the effects of a fair bit of spiral dust. I personally believe that we should take these three with us. I think the estate will have better facilities to care for their affliction than the local government hospitals. They're probably going to need a little help coming down, yeah. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. I propose we keep the victims in the back seat of the van and the perpetrators in the back of the van. You guys can sit in the back with me. Grinning with a gun in hand. <laughs> great, great. Are you going to Are you going to get Elmer and out from underneath that car? Oh shit, right. <laughs> I want to try and just lift the car. <laughs> you should at least count down and tell someone to grab the guy. I mean, I'm go- I'm moving to lift the car, so like, I'm pretty sure somebody will be like, "Oh shit." Pete will follow Bell out the front if I need to check on the guy and make sure he's like still breathing and stuff. Is he even conscious? Elmer is kind of in and out of consciousness and uh, seems to be in a lot of pain. You know, totally fair. Have a terrible day, sir. <laughs> Clearly already. Well, I guess I... We'll patch you up before we... Well, I don't know what we're gonna do with you guys. I mean, you do have a lot to answer for, but... Yeah, this doesn't look comfortable. We'll get you out of there. Okay. Uh, Bell, I guess roll... Uh, uh, lifting the car, it's not like you're trying to... Go, go ahead and roll, like... A level seven check. Okay, okay. And then anything you want to spend on it. I mean, it did roll over his leg. Well, I'm spending nothing because I think it's funny to just see what happens here. That is a natural 19. Uh, as funny as that is, you do need a 21. Oh, damn. Wait, uh, <laughs> because can that's you not what spend it... effort? They didn't. Oh, yeah. they didn't. No. I forgot that it was times three. Yeah, nope, fuck. Yeah. But you do get a minor effect. Uh, so... The car rolls and just rolls half of him. Honestly, yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. You lifted the car, and as you're trying to lift, you don't get it like actually off the ground, but it kind of rolls forward. I, I think that's fine. You're you're beefy, and that seems smart. Like, So now his legs are... His pretty pretty squished legs are... 
are no longer under the car, but, you know, he needs medical attention and probably shouldn't be moved realistically (laughs) without, like, a splint and all that. But here we are. We're not in a realistic world now, are we? Does the back of the van have a have a gurney? <laughs> <laughs> I think it has a medical kit. I don't think it has a gurney. What about a hammock? <laughs> uh, I guess I just try to pick him up. Not a roughly, just try to be vaguely gentle about it. Okay, you pick up Elmer and bring him to the car. His it's going to be real bad for him. He cries out in pain. Hey, buddy, sorry, but, uh, t- 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 uh, not all of that, sorry. Uh, hang in there. This is going to be a rough fucking ride. We should go. Cops are going to be here real soon. At the very least, the fire department. You can hear some distant fire trucks coming to... All right. Everybody's been frisked. Everybody's handcuffed in the van. Let's go. <laughs> Okay. Do you call anyone? Do do you make sure anyone knows you're coming? I assume that one of us would at least report to some sort of superior if we have any way of call. I mean, we have phones, right? Yes. Seems like Nav. Nav seems like the one who would call. (laughs) Yeah, like, call Marcel and be like, hey, we've got a person to dump on you again. (laughs) And three people who were high as fuck. Uh, Dr. Marcel? Hello. Hello, Dr. Marcel, this is Nav. I'm not a doctor. Yes, sorry. Medic, whatever. We are inbound to the estate uh, with three victims of spiral dust addiction, as well as a man who has been hit by a car. I see. Yes. Uh, Will you be able to prepare uh, for their arrival? You're on your way. You you move to okay. Go in through the river entrance. We will have a team there to help move him along, and then you can continue the car along. Oh, oh! tell him to have security there, too. Oh, yes. Can you please ensure security will be available? The uh, man who was hit by the car, for one, to be clear, we did not hit the man with the car. <laughs> Just so you know. And also, he was one of the men we were attempting to capture. Um, well, I mean, attempting is no longer accurate. Have successfully captured. I'll have a team. <laughs> Thank you. He doctor. hangs up. He's so done with <laughs> us. I'm not already. a doctor. <laughs> Colin gives a thumbs up from the driver's seat. I like to think that that's what his voicemail is. Hello, Marcel. Not a doctor. Leave your message at the town. <laughs> <laughs> he was nice to us earlier. He's pretty tired now, I guess. He's just tired of our bullshit. He's known us he's known us as a group for like a day and we've already just caused infinite bullshit for him. We may be unorthodox, but we get results, damn it. Oh, I mean clearly <laughs> we do. We actually do. Alright, so we've arrived at the estate. The med team is theoretically taking care of the people that need taking care of. Yeah, so you guys get in to a kind of loading area from a somewhat not exactly secret tunnel, but there's a tunnel that leads under Casaloma from the river, uh, the nearby river. I don't remember the name off the top of my head. It's fine. And you go down a tunnel and then into a different tunnel that is more secretive and uh, get everyone there. There's a security checkpoint and they are ready for you. 
one of them, they spray Radigan, Elmer, and the driver with some kind of spray from from a can. Cheese Whiz? It is not Cheese Whiz. It's actually a cipher that prevents translation for about a day. <gasps> so it's also not whipped cream. <laughs> no, it's not whipped cream. <laughs> and then Elmer and the two are shuffled off, and then we get... I, I think we can cut to... Uh, the driver in a room and Radigan in a room. I think Theo is there outside the room with y'all. All right. What do you have to report and what has changed? Well, the vinyl rat was burned down by this fellow here. And I'll point to... Uh, Elmer is Elmer. not here. He is... <laughs> He's in the medical bay. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. He is, in fact, suffering from no legs-itis. <laughs> he has legs. They're just not working, okay? No functional legs-itis. <laughs> there we go. Well, the vinyl rat was burned down by uh, Radigan's partner, who is currently in the med bay. We did not run over his legs. Nope, that was the driver over here. That was purely them and turning on each other or a mistake? I don't fucking know. Yikes. Uh, in any case, whatever evidence was there is probably gone, but we have whatever Elmer brought with him, and uh, these guys are the ones responsible for distributing those uh, dust-laced records. We also <sighs> retrieved three prisoners they had been keeping in their basement drug den. Prisoners may not be the correct word, but considering they're forced labor initiatives most likely that was the road they were going down i see well i assume you plan to question them i'm ready to watch unless you wish me for me to be in the room will this be part of our annual job report (laughs) this is part of your case yeah yeah definitely uh I just don't want to get a bad grade in investigations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never questioned someone before, but uh, yeah, we could try. Uh, which which of us is bad cop? I mean, I feel like I should be bad cop, right? Yeah, I was going to say, Belle is a shoe-in for bad cop. That is true. I'm unaware of whether or not I'm capable of being intimidating. Okay. Now, if you'll, you can be analytical cop. You know... When you were rocketing out of the sky with a rock, that that was pretty intimidating, Nav. That was a good moment for you. Yes, but I can't throw rocks at him now. We're investigating. And none of these guys were there to see it, so... Well, nobody said you can't throw rocks as you're, like, interrogating, but, uh... suppose that doesn't work for this particular situation. No, there is actually a section about that in the handbook. Speaking of annual reports, it will certainly be, be an interesting file to say the least bell sweats aggressively <laughs> <clears throat> what do you think pete you want to be good cop or you want me to go in uh i can try i do feel like pete's a good option for good cop considering you were the one who was uh trying to offer pie to uh to one of our prisoners before well i didn't know they were i did I know they were slavers at the time? I don't know. I mostly just kind of wanted to see if the pie was spiked or something. And he also just seemed to be having a bad day. I mean, he certainly did have a bad day. Could maybe use the pie. 
Anyway, uh... This is exactly why you should be good cop. You know what? I'm just gonna try this. And I guess... Pete's... gonna... Oh, wait, 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 someone come with. Yeah, gives a solid clap on the shoulder. Don't worry, Pete. Gonna be right there. Anything happens, I got your back, huh? Sounds good. All right, before we go in, I did want to ask, when we frisked, did we find anything on them? Yeah, uh, I was actually trying to find a way to work this in because it occurred to me that, yes, you did find his uh, flute. (gasps) The flute. The the flute's really the big thing. You found some cash. (gasps) How much money? Uh, uh... (laughs) Are we evident? Are we fucking... Bell, that goes into evidence. <laughs> What's it called when the police just steal I your shit? I found 69 cents. Um, <laughs> nice. You know what that means. Civil asset forfeiture. We do not have the authority to uh, engage in civil asset forfeiture. I mean, neither should the cops, but here we are. We're also in Canada. Mm-hmm. Canada cops don't steal your stuff. They just pick you up and then leave you alone outside of city limits. What the fuck? Oh, boy. Oh, you haven't heard heard of that? We're going to have to talk about that later. What the hell? Anyway, some subset of you step into the room. Maybe it's all of you. I don't know. (laughs) All of us at once, including the administrator, (laughs) and we just stare at him. Well, except Theo. It's just eye contact until they break. (laughs) (laughs) Was this Radigan or their driver? Radigan's who we want. I think the driver is probably of secondary interest. Besides the fact that he ran over a guy with a car, we don't know that he's really all that involved. Guess that's that's fair. So, Pete, did you want to start the investig- interrogation? Yeah, so it's just me or and uh, Belle in the room as of currently? Yeah. Wait, wait, before we go in, Pete, how about you go in? Give it 30 seconds, and then I'll come in. It'll make more of an impact when they see how nice you are compared to how I fucking come in swinging. You know what? Oh, that's a good idea. In fact, I'll have a cue. And um, if I, moment I raise my left hand, just barge in as menacingly as possible. Let's Let's fucking do it. All right, all right. Perfect. This is gonna be so good. Also, is this set up like a like a cop investigation room with like two way mirrors and and soundproofing and stuff? I assume this is how we've set up these rooms. Uh, I think what it ends up being is it's kind of a repurposed lab room. Okay. Kind of similar to what you had with the record experiment. Okay. So soundproofed, but probably not two way glass. Just like one way, both way glass. Mm hmm. So I guess that is two-way glass. I'm at one way. So, um, I guess Pete will saunter in. Is it like one of those interrogation things with two chairs, or what's the setup of the room? It's whatever you want. All right, I'm going to say it's a big table, and uh, there is one chair that I assume that he is kind of handcuffed to the table or something, and then there is another chair on the opposite side. And I'm, Pete is going to walk in and uh, just give a little wave. Hi. Uh, Was that with your left hand? Yeah. No, right hand, right hand, right hand. 
<laughs> he switches it halfway through. Just remember. Yeah, he, he like he slowly starts raising his left hand and then just immediately shoots it down. Hi. Right. Wave to the right hand. Hello. This seat taken, and he's going to uh, grab the chair on and kind of do that thing they do in interrogations where they like. No. Flip the chair 180 Doing degrees the dad and like, sit? The, yeah, the dad sit. Oh but, god! Pulling a like, riker, <laughs> but like not even in a particularly threatening way. He's just kind of got to put his like elbows on the front part of the chair and just kind of lean on it. How's it going, sport? Hey, kiddo. So I heard you got an F in math. <laughs> this is the least intimidating. It's so soft. So, uh. Radigan, was it? I, is that your actual name? It kind of sounds like a code name, but... Uh... It is the name that I have come to call my own. Mysterious, I like it. Alright, uh, well, we have some questions. Uh, I am sure you do. But, you know what, I'm at this point like... Uh, I think we got plenty of time, so um, if you wouldn't in, indulge a writer for a couple minutes, uh... <laughs> so, how exactly did you end up, like, hypnotizing people to work for slavers to bird people, like? Uh, that is not exactly what I was doing, but... What, what did you think you were doing? Because, I mean, I know what I saw, I'm... To be honest with you, mate. Sorry, he wouldn't say mate. That's that's my colloquialism running through. Well, what did you think you were doing? I'm gonna be honest. I saw what I saw, and that was a bunch of people led by your music into a magical realm where they were being forcibly worked by crow people. Not gonna gaslight gatekeep girl boss me. That is true, and I... I am tired, so I will cooperate with your questions but first I want to ask you something sure why not what's up have you ever been hunted uh depends on your definition but for the sake of us let's say no do you know anything about my where I am from I don't know you at all. No, I was kind of hoping to start with that one. Where I am from, I am known as the Pied Piper. My home world was created from the story of a Pied Piper, which may or may not have happened here. But my story was not quite about the story of the taking of the the children of Hamlin. My story was about the hunting of the Pied Piper. And so my existence for longer than I can remember was being hunted, escaping, being hunted day in, day out until something changed. People came and disrupted the cycle. I don't even know if I took the children. Do you know what it is like to be hunted for teaching a lesson? I don't know 
where they went. I don't know what happened to them. I don't know if there ever were children in Hamlin. But I was hunted every single day. And when I became aware of that, it became much more difficult. So then, someone comes along and offers you a way out, a way to a home, a place where you will not only be hunt, not be hunted, but start a business, be a musician, share magic, music, and be loved. You take it, no matter the price. So yes, several people who have been stolen away by that music, by see drugs that I was told to sell. And so they go to a world where they are worked and say make profit for see people I work for and yeah the, the bird guys uh, also for what it's worth that's that's a past tense you probably don't want to go back to that world there is a very angry witch in there but uh, yeah so the your employers they were the ones that offered the way out I'm guessing Brianna Drood. She was the one who I worked for and the one who, whose scheme this was. Uh, and those of you in the other room see Theo's face kind of dawn with a bit of recognition. Huh. Okay, uh, put a pin on that. I have some things to say. I just figure I should check something. Um... People walk out of the intimidation, the interrogation room, and damn, I had, I, it's, it's so sad. He's cooperative. I had such a good line, um, and then yeah. uh, we'll we'll like pop his head out. Okay, this is going great. Uh, sorry, Bell. I but it's, it's all good. It's all good. Is Theo here? Yeah. Uh, so just gonna look around. Is this, was that a name that meant anything to you guys? Yes, Brianna Drood is the daughter of the crest of the entire Beak Mafia, Don Wycleft Drood. He is ostensibly in charge of everything, but the pinions are all schemers and interfere or don't or work together with each other as much as or as little as they want. Hmm. So it seems as though we've been thrown right into the mess of organized crime in Crow's Hollow. Does that mean we have a target on our backs? Well, it depends on how we approach this, because ostensibly the Beak Mafia is a neutral faction. They are, at their core, traders of ciphers and other strange objects. Or not strange, they are known for procurement and movement of goods between worlds. The estate has had dealings with them a number of times and has been at odds with them a number of times. But their, uh, given their structure and their position as 
a force in the strange, it is difficult to have them face repercussions. Hmm. But it is possible we could spin something or uh, there may be reparations, but I doubt we can actually in any way procure her the daughter of the dawn. Oh, uh, okay. I was kind of worried we'd have to fight them all for a bit. I mean, we we did good, but Beak Mafia sounds big, and they didn't want to bring them all down on our heads. Uh, well, I guess as long as they're stopped and not going to take offense to it, I suppose that's good enough, but reparations, uh... I suspect that they understand, or Brianna, or whoever, would understand that they have done us wrong, as as far as we see it, and thus have paid for it in the form of their operation, and some of their people. Will it be possible for us to keep an eye on the recursion that they were using to gather these ciphers from the time on, in case they attempt to restart this organization in some manner? Uh, we can, certainly can do that. Well, what about the Piper guy? He, he mean, maybe he was just weaving a story, but I didn't realize that was the real thing. It sounds like he's been through a lot. Could we tell them to lay off the guy? They aren't just going to go and pick him up the moment we take our eyes off him, would they? Regardless of his sob story, I think it's important for us to remember that whether or not he originally was capturing any children, he was aiding in doing so now. Yes, and that is certainly something that should be dealt with. I am always a fan of restorative justice. We are not part of the criminal justice system in Canada or the United States, though we can have ties to it, but I always prefer to reduce harm and make up for harm that has been done. And so for him to, perhaps a plan can be made to have him make up for some of what he's done. He seems like he might be amenable, given how cooperative he is. Although if we require a threat to keep him so negotiable, may I recommend in intonating that we might return him to said accursion? It would be the most effective torture I can think of. That is a fair point. To be clear, I'm not suggesting we actually go through with such a threat. That would be inhumane. Even for him. Alright, uh, let me try this. Pete will walk back in. He'll sit back down. He'll turn the chair the right way this time. Just gonna sit in the chair like a normal boy. Look, I uh, can't pretend to understand what happened to you. Uh, a lot of what I've been learning as of late has been beyond anything I thought I was even able to understand, and I can't deny that that doesn't sound awful, but... Unfortunately, you did do some things, and, well, it 
the things you did are not fixable. Not, not entirely. We saved everyone we could, but... Well, I may not understand the feeling of being hunted, or maybe I can understand the feeling of not knowing where to go or what to do, but... I understand that a world of music and love is a wonderful thing, and certainly I think that all the people that listened to your song did too, but, well, I don't think that some of them are ever coming back, and, well, ultimately, saying whatever you will, that's still something you did, and... Well, there's not much else to be done about that. But, well, when didn't didn't come here just to rag on you, even if that might be tempting. But look, what I'm trying to say is we can't just let you go. We, no one's coming after us. At least your employers are. From what I've now learned, not the vindictive types, so, uh... Perhaps not to sir, larger enemies, or allies, sometimes. I, my understanding of Sibik Mafia is, is that they are complex. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm, I'm new here, but that was the vibe I was getting, but... the very least, we're apparently a large enough enemy to count for that, and, uh... You'll probably be thrown into that umbrella. It's, it wouldn't be a good look if they just came and yoinked you again. Uh, certainly, well, I'll put in a word, but even so, I can't exactly let you run free. I mean, you know, you, your quiet crimes were, well, quite serious. There's uh, five people that were just as lost as you, and now they're... Never going to be found again. You found the others? Five of them, yeah. Five of them we're never getting back. And one of them... Well, I guess we'll find out. But they're gone, at least. Um, I can't... I, uh... Can't say I can tell you anything in the specifics, other than the five people we did get back are probably going to be safe, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. Look, uh, some people that probably know a lot more about this than me are going to come in and ask you a lot of questions, and I'd recommend uh, cooperating and uh, being honest about it and such, because, well, it seems to be a common sentiment, but I certainly feel like that Everyone has something inside of them that's good for something, and, well, I guess what you said spoke to me, and I wish that there was some way you could have found all that without all of the harm you caused. But I think that if you played along uh, and did all you could to make things right... Obviously, there will be some penance, but I don't think it would be a forever sort of thing, and 
you know, maybe in the future you could be a musician. It's, I mean, there's this thing called the internet, which you probably heard of. It's a bit, a bit weird. Pe- people put music on that. You could go around and play music. It, maybe it wouldn't be, I couldn't guarantee it would be as grand an operation, but he'd be making people happy, and I think that would be enough. At least, I hope. It's about as much I can offer, but... Am I to gasser that you are not going to kill me? No. We don't... We wouldn't do that. Well, I mean, we have done that, but not for no reason, and not for the sake of things. It wouldn't... Killing you wouldn't fix anything, but... Well... Look, it's because I think you can do better that I'm going to just try and be very honest about this, that I sincerely hope that you are being sincere right now, because if you're not, then we wouldn't kill you, but there are things that could happen that may make you wish for that. Please be good. And he is going to turn around and walk out. Maybe we should have made Pete bad cop. (laughs) For what it is worth, I am sorry for what I did. But at the same time, I would not take it back. Because six months of freedom was worth any price. But I am tired, and so I will do what I can. Thank you for this opportunity, I suppose. Nav is looking a little bit shiftless, kind of uncomfortable or fidgety after after those couple of lines. For what it's worth, I really hope you're telling the truth. I want to keep this job, but I feel like it doesn't matter. Just cooperate, okay? And no more of that. Well, we aren't going to kill you, if if possible. And he'll just shut the door. Would it be alright if I were to uh, continue the investigation from this point? That'd be good. Uh, Sorry, I'm pretty new to this, and uh, (laughs) I've talked to a lot of people, but his situation was... the first to guess it gave me something to think about. If you have a piece to say, then by all means. You did good, Pete. Thank you. Very impressive for your first uh, discussion, I suppose. Less of an interrogation, but very well done, Pete. Thanks. It's, I guess this is, it's a new one. But... You learn quickly. Well, he was very cooperative. Guess we'll see what happens next time. But I suppose if he wasn't, I had a few good lines saved up. I'll, I'll keep him steady. And uh, he'll kind of give Nav a reassuring pat on the shoulder and was like, Do your thing. You got this. When you said continue the investigation, did you mean talk to him? Yes, I did intend to go speak to him as well. All right. Cool. 
was worried that I'd gone that wrong. You got this. And we'll do a slightly more enthusiastic pat on the shoulder. And we'll, he'll go and take a seat somewhere, wherever everyone else is. Maybe they're standing. Who's to say? Belle's just kind of looking concerned. Us. Us is to say, also. Us is always to say. <laughs> Remember when y'all wanted to punch him in the face? I mean, we still kind of want to punch it. Nav hasn't completely flipped on this. They are... Fair. <laughs> they are... From... from. I'm gonna... Uh, okay. Nav is gonna enter uh, the room. Radigan. Is this how yes. you would prefer to be referred to? Uh, yes, it is the names that I have chosen. Radigan Stripes. It is a bit of a... I thought it was clever given my history. I wouldn't say it's not clever. <laughs> Nav do doesn't sit down. Nav's just standing uh, in front of the table. Now look, Pete spoke to you. We understand at least some of your motivations here. Ideally, what we need now is information. Everything that you know about the organization you were a part of any other victims we may not be aware of, and hopefully some information on how you were recruited by the Beak Mafia from a completely separate recursion. Should I lay it out in a list pattern? Nav tosses down one of the notebooks and pencils onto the table. I assume that you're literate? Yes, I, I am, at least as of coming here. If you need any help with transcription, it seems like Pete, the writer, might be up for such a challenge. <sighs> Nav sighs. I understand being trapped in a recursion without any control over the path that your life is taking. I do. But you have to take responsibility for what you've done outside of that. You had other options when you got out, whether or not it seemed as though you did. And I think you're capable of making good for it if you can give us the information we need. And if you promise not to kidnap any more children. He kind of looks, he looks down kind of sheepish. The people that you hooked on drugs, they didn't need that in their lives. And you didn't need to do that to share your music with them. I'm sorry for the situation you were in. I hope that this doesn't become another place you feel horribly trapped. Because clearly your actions when you feel that way are suboptimal. <laughs> Is there anything that we can do to ensure that you don't continue on that path? I am not certain that I ever had other paths. I saw my work with the Beak Mafia, with Brianna, as a necessary evil. 
to be free, but I was never free because they had their collar around my neck. And I placed that collar on others. And now I am here with your collar around my neck. But at least the scenery changes. And for now, I suppose, I will sing for you. And I will do what you ask of me. And dream. You know, part of being free is not assuming every situation you're in is a permanent collar. And Nav walks out. He starts writing. You you good there, Nav? I could use a snack. Alright, who wants to take the driver? I mean, I'm still absolutely down to intimidate whoever needs intimidating. Well, the driver is the only one who's actually physically harmed anyone that we're currently going to interrogate. Alright, Belle, you and me, good cop, bad cop. Let's fucking go. Alright. Colin cracks his knuckles and goes into the room with the driver. Okay. Left hand, remember? (laughs) Oh, hey there, buddy. I want a lawyer. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, this isn't that kind of interrogation. You, You aren't police? Not exactly. So, uh... Belle is just standing outside waiting for that left hand. How'd she get involved with the, uh, operation at, uh, the Vinyl Rat? He stays silent. Okay, okay. Looks like you might need a little bit of incentive. And Colin, uh, lifts his left hand. Absolutely vibrating with excitement, Belle swings the door open and makes it just slam against the wall. Hey, buddy. He kind of he kind of starts a bit in the chair. <clears throat> oh, Grins Belle. and slams the door behind me. Oh, what? I, I'm not allowed you... to go fuck up a dirt bag when I find one. Well, you know what the director said about last time. Okay, you just I just want you to make sure that you keep a level head. I can take another citation on my record. It's fine. Hey, uh, bud. I would cooperate with her if I were you, because uh, when she gets like this, there's not really much I can do. <laughs> Nav is watching through the window eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> Literally going to just storm over to his side and try to kick the chair out from under him. Uh, did level two check. Let's fucking go. Uh, and I'm actually going to spend effort because I can't fail this. I really can't. That would be so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a two. No! Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, do you, what, what skills do you have? Uh, uh, did breaking into computer speed, climbing, jumping, breaking inanimate objects, perception, cryptography. If you're trying to break the chair. I will let the breaking inanimate objects count. Okay, that's, that's... Does that just mean you shatters the chair, like... 
the chair leg breaks breaks off and he tumbles to the floor. Ooh. Just looming over him. You want me to go get the first aid kit? No need. Spill the beans and keep your knees, bud. Make a level four intimidation check with one asset. All right. Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, might? Uh, it'd be intellect. Yeah, fuck. Well, here's here's hoping. That's all I've got here. <laughs> That's an 11. That is enough. <gasps> oh, God. Nice. I'm just the driver. I, I'm just a driver. I. Yeah, a driver named what? My name's Pierre. I was just hired to drive and protect Mr. Stripes and Mr. Heap. Oh, Were so... you hired to run over one of their legs? <laughs> <sighs> Wait, sorry. I guess he wouldn't have heard that. Or maybe he did. Would... Just the muffled voice of Nav. <laughs> That's on you. You have to determine whether or not Nav is loud <laughs> loud enough to have been heard through the glass. <laughs> Honestly, probably, if cause since y'all can hear this conversation, uh, yeah, I suspect that this is this wasn't a uh, this wasn't like one of the soundproof glass things because y'all wanted to be able to hear. I think we said it was, but also everybody's been hearing. I assume there's a speaker for you guys. Yeah, yeah, we can go with the speaker system. So, did you press the speaker button? <laughs> yeah, snap definitely hit the speaker <laughs> button. I. Uh... That was an unfortunate accident, uh, but Mr. Stripes was my primary responsibility, and Mr. Heap's bodily harm was one that I a risk that I was willing to take in trying to protect Mr. Stripes. I'm sorry. It's Elmer Heaps and Radigan Stripes. <laughs> Those are such names. <laughs> Elmer Heap and Radigan Stripes. I'm sorry, I just hadn't known his last name was Stripes. <laughs> yeah, no, Radigan yeah. Stripes. It's great. <laughs> the Pied Piper, Striped Rats. <laughs> oh my god. See, the problem I'm having here, buddy, is one, that's just not a good way to get a good taxi rating. And two, I'm having a hard time believing that you didn't know ever uh, didn't know anything about what was going on there. I simply go where my employer sends me. And your employer would be named what? Yeah, who is your employer? I want to know so that I know not to hire them. I was given clear instructions that Mr. Stripes was to be protected at all costs and that Mr. Heap was intended to be extracted, but could be sacrificed in the name of Mr. Stripes. Is that what Drood said? I do not know that name. Is there any reaction? How do we do... I guess make a perception check against his level. I am, per- I am trained in perception. So I will, I will say... Uh, this check will be level three and then reduced with your skill and any other stuff you want to spend. 
you know, I'm 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 gonna trust the dice. I'm gonna trust the dice because once in a okay. while, once in a while, trust pays off. That's a twelve. Look at that. That's plenty. Trust. That appears to be the truth. What would your employer be named then? I'm I'm afraid we're gonna need a bit more specifics in this situation. I I work for Calamus. Uh, it's a private security firm. Nav is gonna Google that. And anything else you want to direct, you can direct towards them. Any other complaints? I was simply working in accordance with what I was told to do. You have a manager or something I can call then? You will get a manager if you call them? No one, you don't have a number or anything or for the person you report to? If you have a piece of paper, I can write down a number that you will you can call and get any complaints that you may have, um, any discussions with outside members. That, I think, is all I can say. So I would appreciate my lawyer now. Oh, see, that. Or just call them. That's where there's a bit of a disconnect here, buddy. Yeah. See, I tried to explain this earlier, but he just didn't seem to get it. <laughs> yeah, so, buddy, uh, we're not the cops. We're not the government. We're not even like some deep state government shit. Then you've committed a crime and have kidnapped me. And who's going to prove that? <laughs> Nev presses the button. You hit a man with a car. <laughs> I, f I figured the kidnapping would have been obvious by this point. But uh, be that as it may, um, where is this company based? They have bases around. You can Google that. Uh -huh, Very specific. Uh -huh. I was going to hit the button. Can you guys make sure you get his full name and employee number <laughs> if we're going to have to deal with corporate? <laughs> That's a good point. Do you have like an employee ID number? Also, we don't know his name. His name Pierre. is Pierre. <laughs> Pierre, Pierre. we didn't get his last name. name. Yeah. People have two last names. Name. <laughs> fair point. That is totally fair. Kind of leans in a little further. Got a family name, Pierre. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I do. Oh, do I need to uh, rattle you, Brown, see if we can get that uh, particular bout of letters to come out your brain? Or is this just like a cultural thing, like how Germans don't have middle names? Contact my superiors, but that is, that. Uh, what do you want? What do you want from me? I have answered your questions. I was paid to protect these two. You explicitly have not answered what your last name is. <laughs> I think I would prefer to keep that information to myself. It makes it hard to check up on you if we don't know your name, sir. My employee number is rattles off some numbers. <laughs> when we frisked him, did we find a wallet or anything? Um, no. Well, you found a wallet, but it... Uh, shit. This guy seems shady as hell, by the way. This security agency is clearly like some Blackwater shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I don't. I don't think you found one. There was a wallet. There was some stuff in it, but there wasn't an ID. 
Nothing or, identifiable. Mm, yeah. Or I, I think whatever ID was in there uh, was probably fake. There's a library card, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, this is what you do. This is what you do when you're in sketchy-ass private security shit. You don't carry your fucking ID with you. Exactly. You see, Pierre, for a driver, it's interesting that the ID that you have in your wallet doesn't say Pierre. You have my employee ID, employee number. I can, I have given what information I can. All right. Well, we're going to give a little call to your supervisor then, but, uh, this is your last chance. If I have to go step out and make a call and come back here, I'm going to be coming back with a baseball bat. She does not like making calls. I have intensive over-the-phone anxiety. Um, <laughs> is this a roll? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Fuck if I know either, bro. I guess, I guess they're going to leave. We could leave. I don't know what the like intent uh, is specifically here, so I'm not going to make you roll because I'm not sure that there's an action. Just making a passing threat before yeah. we leave. Just try, was trying to scare one last thing out of him if he had it, but uh. All right. Well, I guess we'll leave you to you leave you be, and uh, we'll be back. It's just as well, besides Radigan already gave up most of the operation anyway, so. Slaps him on the shoulder quick. Shut the fuck. I'm not involved with whatever that operation is, so. You shut the fuck up too then, alright? Where the fuck is my bat? It's going out the door. I was going to press the button. So are you actually unaware that you were involved in human trafficking? Because I feel like if you were unaware of that, it's worth letting you know. His face <laughs> remains impassive. Of course. Is this what I was like when I first came here? Nap asks Admiral uh, Administrator Theo. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I'm very sorry. You weren't doing human trafficking, though, so you got that on him. Nav just kind of shovels in place. Um... <laughs> Um. <laughs> okay, we'll leave the interrogation room. Yeah, turn to uh, turn to Colin. Yo, good job, man. That was that was fucking slick. Yeah, it's just a shame we didn't get more out of him. Hey, that's what's up with this uh, these kind of bitches. I've worked with these guys on either side a million times. They're tough as nails until you find that one breaking point. Is what was the name of the security agency again? Calamus. Does Calamus ring a bell to you in any way, Bell? I'm sorry, I just realized that sentence was very strange to say out loud. Does Calamus ring a bell? I don't... Uh, I don't see why it would. Uh, sorry, not in the circles I ran in. <laughs> Did my Google result <laughs> search result in anything? Uh, yeah, you, you found some, like, basic info. It's very, like, a... It's a very, like cards close to its chest kind of security firm. Administrator Theo, is there any reason we might have information on these people already? Uh, oh, uh, the one thing that you did note was that it is it is primarily based in Toronto. 
there are a number of other places around, but it is it is kind of a Toronto local. But is one of the other locations Seattle? Uh, no. Oh, but there other places. Other places. Listen, <laughs> don't make me fucking come up with this. All right, so they're close to the chest security agency. <laughs> this is totally some privately owned Guantanamo Bay shit. Yikes. Apparently they aren't concerned about their drivers being pulled over because they don't drive with driver's licenses on them. Not correct ones. Who wants to make the phone call? I vote Colin. He's the most normal. Yeah, I guess I can do it. We also definitely gotta trace that call, though. Maybe, maybe before we do this, actually, should we go... Is Elmer, uh, still pretty fucked up? Yeah, he might know more. I assume he's gonna be probably as uncooperative, given that he tried to murder two people in front of us. Well, it was three people, first of all. But second of all, he did just get run over by someone who was supposed to be protecting him, so he might be a little more willing to give something up. That typically makes you a little, uh, jaded, my experience. How many times have you been hit by a car? Does it have to be a car specifically? I suppose not. Yeah, I was gonna say, are we talking just any <laughs> just vehicle, vehicle or cars Vehicle in, specific? in general? I literally don't know. Fieldwork takes you to some very strange places, I'll, I'll tell you that. It absolutely does. Usually it ends in a cornfield with a weird fucking, like, one of those E.T. field drawns. I have questions, actually, Belle, I would like to speak to you about. At, at perhaps a little bit later. Yeah, of course. Uh, but just to clarify some of your previous work. No problem. Instantly sweating because, oh dear God, I've been swearing in front of the boss man again. <laughs> Let's go to the med bay and see if Elmer is in any state to talk to us. That seems smart. Check in on the other victims. Call Marcel a doctor a few more times. <laughs> we should see also if the uh, the police, the fire department up there, if anything was salvaged out of the building. Hey Theo, do we have a contact in the fire department? Uh, yes, we do. Did you ask him to see if they can salvage any... Uh, strange stuff from the vinyl rat that seems very prudent i will pass that along wasn't too much of a concern when we still had to catch these fucks and make sure a bunch of people weren't going to die in a basement but if there's anything left over from that fire we definitely need to grab it all right let's go talk to elmer you make it to the med bay elmer is kept a bit apart handcuffed well also in casts <laughs> hello dr marcel i am medicus marcel yes how's the patient doing which one the one ran over by the car oh but all of them actually what about the other three they'll be fine they'll need to deal with the effects of Withdrawal from spiral dust, but ultimately, with some therapy, they'll be okay. A lifelong process, as recovering from addiction is, but one that they can 
handle. Aided, I suppose, by the fact that their drug of choice is not actually one explicitly available on the Earth market. It will be significantly more difficult for them to acquire, yes. And uh, the victim of the car accident? Yes, he is awake. (laughs) (laughs) And not particularly happy. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Yes, if you want to speak with him, he's right over there. Thanks, Doc. Not a Doc. Thanks, uh, Madman. You should consider it. It's such. It's. I've always wanted to have some reason to people for people to call me Doc. It just sounds fun, you know. Your medical schools are insufficient. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Well, I will. uh, I will restrain myself from wanting to unpack that, but, uh, because we have a, a person to yell at. Uh, best luck to you, not, Doc. Later, Medman. All right, how do we want to approach this one, then? Well, uh, my opinion, as my take on matters, is that we have three witnesses that, even if they can't attest to, uh, being trapped in a building this dude set on fire, we probably could at least get them to attest to being hooked on very illegal drugs. So we we probably do have leverage here. Also the fact that we have him locked in our weird, like, not quite government basement and he has no way to get away. Also that, yeah. I get the feeling that he wants to be more on top than he is. I think we could use that. He's a climber. Well, not with his legs and casts. <laughs> oh, not anymore. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Are you at an elevation that is satisfactory? Elmer glares at you. He doesn't seem terribly cooperative. Pete? My turn again? You're the best at making people not mean. I, I'll, uh... Yeah, sure, why not? I can't guarantee I'll be as nice to this guy, I mean, unless he has a really good sob story. You knocked <laughs> over everything in the store. I knew there was something fishy about you. Yeah, uh, I guess it's fair to say that was on purpose now. I mean, not everything, everything, just enough to disrupt the performance, but, I mean, to be fair, I'm, I mean, property damage isn't cool, but... So is getting people addicted to dangerous drugs so they become can become slaves forever. So I, I really don't think that you have much more high ground to talk about here. I'm going to be real with you, mate. He shrugs and looks away. <laughs> Bruh, you can't just shrug off human trafficking. That's illegal. <laughs> wow, you're, pl- you're, 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 doing a cool, you're doing the cool, the cool aloof guy act over war crimes. That's, that is a... Bold play, sir, huh? <laughs> Remember when you tried to immolate three people? That was pretty fucked up, wasn't it? <laughs> is everyone else in the room as well? Yeah, we're all together on <laughs> oh, this yeah, we're one. all just hanging out here. Yeah, this isn't in a, like, interrogation room. This is just, like, the corridor of the hospital. They seem to have gotten out fine. Oh, not by any work of yours. Well, that was the point, wasn't it? Yeah, and the other funny thing about that is they're kind of like witnesses, aren't they? Uh, I mean, 
Sure, they may not have seen you set the building on fire, but I'm assuming... But they are all very, very addicted to something unpleasant, and I'm gonna guess you had something to do with that. Also, you know the really funny thing is that you did that as a distraction to escape, and we still got you. (laughs) Honestly, that's (laughs) probably the good punchline here. Also, like, where did you find your driver? He he kind of... You you kind of paid a guy to run you over. At least I hope you paid him. That would be very funny. Yeah, did you hire him? Because that would be hilarious. Oh, please tell me you specifically hired him and, like, said, hey, I don't care what happens to uh, my musician friend. Just get me out of there, because that would make this much better. It's not my job to pay the driver. Oh, you're not high enough up for that. All right. Good to know. Do you know who did hire the driver? Your mom. I don't have a mother. You're about as original as all the, like, boys that I used to beat the shit out of in high school. (laughs) I don't even know if it's worth talking to this guy. He clearly doesn't know anything. (laughs) I would be interested to know where someone this difficult to work with even came from in the first place, since you're not actually from this recursion, are you? Interesting word you just said. What's a recursion? Some kind of weird... Computer programming. Okay, you clearly don't know nearly enough about computer programming to know what a recursion is in this context. You really aren't good at this lying thing. Yeah, you are shockingly inept at this, aren't you? I'm right, Lexi, right? That this is one of the guys? Yeah. Okay, I'm just double-checking that my... (laughs) Yeah, you know, he's not from here. (laughs) He's being a dipshit. This is intentional. (laughs) He's not actually confused. Okay, so, uh, well, it doesn't matter either way. The way I see it is you're either from here and you committed a bunch of very serious crimes, or you're not from here and have no accountability and we can just kind of do whatever now. Uh, so, either way, this this really doesn't look good for you. I, I don't know what you think you're accomplishing by being a little shit. Who are you again? Like, y'all's thing what's y'all's what are y'all think you have some kind of accountability are you the government oh darling that's (laughs) above your that is so above your pay grade and you you probably got paid in experience didn't you (laughs) was this whole thing at the vinyl rat like an internship i was going to pull out the chips from their bag and continue eating them in front of them Handing them to, to either Pete or Colin or Belle, but but not not to the, the entire <laughs> kid. Stealing a couple chips, and this is such a pie situation again. <laughs> <laughs> do the uh, mafiosos do office temps? I mean, okay, clearly, but like, and what? I just wonder how that works. You, you could at least talk about that, right? They they wouldn't shoot you for that, or well, anything. Uh, I don't know what they do to, to, to people. It's probably not very pleasant, especially when you failed so dramatically. Are you a crow man? Am I a crow man? What kind of question is that? Do you see feathers coming out of my face? Not currently, but that is, you know, malleable given the situation. Do crow people become regular people in, in, our, in our world? Man, you're new, aren't you? Oh, look at that. He admits to knowing anything. There are more than two brain cells rattling around in that little bingo machine of your brain. 
Yeah, he uh, he kind of he kind of clamped his shut mouth shut after he said that. More importantly, you just implied that you know about other recursions and about us in general. Seriously, I, you say he's new to this, bitch? Have you ever been interrogated before? This isn't even an interrogation. We're just chatting, and you're already giving shit away. That was going to shatter something near his head. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like with the the spell? Not to injure, just just to explode something, just to freak him out. I'll allow that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of do a smaller, little. Uh, it's sure. Uh, I feel like like a bottle of Advil yeah, or something. Yeah, fuck it, fuck it. Some kind of just controlled shatter. That's. I'll, I'll make you do a level one check to basically not do damage. That seems fair. Maybe maybe a level two. I don't know. Yeah, let's do level two, just because... I mean, I don't care that much if I hurt him or not. <laughs> I mean, it could also hurt all of y'all. <laughs> I got a 16. Yeah, that's fine. A thing just explodes, and that's cool. Fucking Tylenol's just going everywhere. <laughs> Tylenol just spills out across everything. It's Tylenol smacks him in the face. <laughs> a little bit of... Uh, a few Tylenol pills, like, fall down into the cast. Oh shit! I mean, I guess now it's an interrogation, but man, he, he could have maybe needed those. Well, he can get them from his leg if he really needs them. So I guess Nav's doing bad cop this time. Nav is doing tired of this nonsense, cop. Now, can you please? I'm doing just... got fired from the police force, cop. If you don't give us some fucking shit to work with here, quick buddy. If you haven't realized by now, we do not answer to the authorities in any meaningful way. Were you familiar with Hugin, Mugin, and Funin? Doesn't ring a bell. Mm, yeah, it probably doesn't matter that they all died. Well, not even died. They probably wish they were. Uh, Horrible things, really. Being torn limb from limb. Since you seem to know nothing at all, I guess I can just kind of talk at you that I mean, it's a good thing you don't know anything, because if you were hypothetically employed by those uh, those three guys, they were definitely dead. Their employers are pissed and also can't really do anything to help you because we kind of worked out their deal. And, well, I mean, I guess you wouldn't know that they are very non-interventionist when handling with, uh, when dealing with larger organizations, which mean you clearly know nothing about us, so you'd, uh, Definitely wouldn't understand that no one would have any desire to come save you, and you'd probably be great collateral, honestly. If you worked for them, anyway, which, you know, good thing you don't. Or we could simply do a favor to our witch friend and give her a new plaything. Oh yeah, I'm sure she'd love something else to rip the soul out of violently. Honestly, she'd probably love some company. Before, you know, the whole, uh... Eternal torture shit. Uh, roll an intimidation check. Does anyone have intimidation as a skill? No, I think we're but... all helping. Yeah. I don't. I have deception and social interaction. What's the type of social interaction? <laughs> it specifically says not coercion, though. <laughs> How do none of us have intimidation? How do you not have intimidation, pal? Seriously! That seems like something I should have. Yeah, it does seem like something you can, should have. You you can uh, probably buy that as part of leveling up. But anyway, 
someone roll it. It's who wants to like spend the points basically. And then I'll give you an asset for the uh, whole group basically helping. All right. Who, who wants to do the honors? I'm touching my nose. So it's going to be a total of, th- it'll be a total of level three with, and then if you want to spend effort. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go for it and I will spend effort. So that's what, like three, minus three intelligence? Yep. And then of course, edge reduces the points spent. Nice. So, um, 13. That is enough. There something you want to bargain for? There's something worth bargaining you for? Well, I guess that depends on uh, what exactly you know. I mean, it's not like you have anything you could give us that we could conceivably need, other than information, so, uh, just, you know. Where are you from? Well, guess you already know about crows. Yeah, they'd probably want me back. So you are a crow man. What's it to you? Well, we are your captives. You've been kidnapping and utilizing people as human labor. And uh, I also am just starting to think I don't like you as a person. Also, oh, I was it's on that. too bad because I don't like you as a person. Dear oh, God, you have the insults. Like Very bad at insults. Seriously, wh- you haven't updated any of your insults since what, like fucking 1998? This is the shit that of fucking ten-year-old yeah, siblings throw at each other. I thought crows were supposed to be smart. Also, you did kind of get five people lost forever. Uh, do they even count as dead? Either way, that's kind of fucked up. And well, I'm not sure that after publicly doing something that stupid, I'm not entirely sure your employees will want you back. So maybe we could arrange something, but. You know, it feels like they're going to want a fall guy for this. And you are looking increasingly responsible. The, the look on his face has become a bit, um, con- uh, there, there's a little, there's a flash of concern. It especially looks bad because, uh, all the other crow people involved have already been taken down. <sighs> We've got all of the accomplices on this side taken into custody and, well... No one else really to blame. Except for the one idiot dumb enough to, uh, (laughs) get run over by his own driver. He kind of pushes his cheek out with his tongue. Goes to the other side with the tongue. Navy the chip. What do you want? Well, how about we start on an even footing here, because I do get the feeling Elmer's not your real name. Bitch, that's my real name. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> Somebody looked at you and went, Elmer? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Elmer Heap? Damn, they really did hate you then, didn't they? <laughs> Heap is a long tradition name. It is a storied name dating back to... <laughs> oh, clearly. You fuckers. What is it short for or something? Was it anglicized when you came here from Heap of Shit? <laughs> oh... <laughs> Okay, you should take notes, because that was a pretty good insult. Colin gives Nav a high five. <laughs> Seriously, Nav, you gotta write these down for this uh, for this man. He is fucking uh, shooting blanks in comparison to you. Nav takes out one of their notebooks. Alright, okay, well, let, let, let's start with the Piper. How, how did you find him? Why did you find him? 
above my pay grade. All right, well, what is your pay grade then? Obviously, driving wasn't one of your skills or you would have avoided this situation. I keep an eye on him. Keep him in line. Manage things. Ah, a jailkeeper. Nah, more of a babysitter. <laughs> in that case, could we use the fact that we brutalized him to please Radigan in some way? Because I'd be up for more of that. I certainly think kind of leans in hand right next to the cast that you don't have the brains to be running any part of this. That part's obvious. You're the guy who they sent here to keep an eye on things, to torch shit if it all went wrong, and to get the hell out of Dodge and make sure that an asset wasn't lost. And you couldn't even do that right. You're a bunch of muscle who's failed the job. Unlike our muscle, who's doing fabulously well. Thank you. You're welcome. Look. We could, you know, give each of the crows as the complete failure that you are in this mission. See what they'll do with you. We could send you back to the witch, who's just about done with your kind. Or... You could cooperate with us, give you what, give us what information you have on this organization. And, well, at least let somebody who's a little less prone to violence deal with you than our team here. Which of these sounds the most acceptable to you, sir? If I spilled anything, I'd be hunted down, so. Oh, well, you already have. We already know who you work with. We already know that you are involved with more than you've let on. I don't think you're as scot-free as you think. And also, like, uh, if we let you go, if we were all compelled to let you go right now, is it, would you not be being hunted down? I, I, do, I don't know much about your organization. They just didn't seem like the, the type that uh, even tolerates small mistakes, let alone very, very big ones. It's more the organization that, uh, you, uh, lose the Don's dog and you get fucking shot out behind a warehouse and get a pair of lead shoes to the bottom of a lake. I imagine that the, uh, punishment for losing a rather profitable asset and tanking an entire fairly fresh and profitable plan would be, uh, significantly more dire. Yeah, wasn't this like the plan of the right-hand man, bird of the entire organization? You, I don't think your situation is as good as you think it is. From where I'm sitting, it looks like we might be the only things keeping you from being murdered by your former employees. Employers. And even if it isn't the Dawn coming for you specifically, <clears throat> you do seem to have gotten entangled with his daughter, which I wouldn't recommend either. Oh, I don't think you're on good terms with either of the druids. Make one more intimidation check. Similarly, level three. I'll make one. With an asset? Yeah, that that's with the asset. I got a ten? That is actually enough, barely. What kind of 
protection do you offer? I'm not telling you shit without a guarantee. A real guarantee. Fair enough. Do you know where you are right now, Elmer? Can't say I do. Well, that's already a good sign that you're somewhere a little bit out of the way. The facility that you are currently residing within is well past the ability to be easily infiltrated. We are well aware of the Beak Mafia and many of your other friends across the systems here. You're in the best hands you probably could have ended up in in Toronto. Some of the better hands in Seattle as well. His eyes go wide. You're from the estate. You have a presence in Toronto. You're new. Oh, that's very interesting. Not information that I think you'll be able to pass along. Wait, you you hadn't picked up on that? There wasn't anyone with a presence here other than, you know, us for years. So interesting that you're here. Well, you didn't think it was a coincidence that your organization started falling apart, did you? Thought it was some ragamuffins coming off the street, but I didn't know. I didn't have time exactly to think about it. Well, you'll have plenty of time while you're holed up here. But, uh, consider yourself safe and sound in, uh, more than capable hands to keep you from running loose into any, uh, more traffic. And it's, and before you get any funny ideas, it's not like the Seattle branch doesn't know we exist. You mess with us, you mess with them. But, in the, in the same way, you, uh, cooperate, and, well, they're, they're there too, you know? Just think it over. We wouldn't wait make any decisions here that you might come to horribly regret. I might be able to make a deal, one deal at a time. Well, we'll see how that goes. Looks like you're not completely stupid after all. You can mull over your options while your, uh, bones are trying to reconnect. Nav hands him the chip bag. It is now entirely empty. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we walk away. (laughs) February 28th, 2009, Admin Log 2. My investigation into the late broadcaster Claire Wallace has unearthed some interesting details. Once upon a time, Claire investigated Casaloma for supernatural activity, ghosts and such. Now, she was well known for exploring an eclectic array of topics, and Casaloma is perfectly situated to spawn ghost stories. When the city sought to demolish it, her appeal for the preservation of its mystique was heard and acted upon by the Kiwanis Club. This is a well-known and not unusual story, but given that Casaloma was built on top of a rift in reality, I expect she found more than she broadcast. So I dug further. It would seem that Claire had multiple undisclosed visits to Casaloma, most of which included a friend referred to as Henry, spelled with an I. I have yet to learn how or if Henry and Claire relate to the facility here, but I look forward to digging more. For occasional announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceweavePod. 
Colin Thewlis is played by Nathan Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. Nav is played by Mackenzie Eastrom, who can be found on Twitter at Kenzie Phoenix. Peter Bardwell is played by Will Leet. Sarah Bell Wilson is played by Valkyrie Bradford. I'm Lexi Conwell, your host, game master, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. The original music used in this production was composed by Lexi Conwell. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. The role playing system and setting used for this production is Monty Cook Games' The Strange, an official setting of the Cypher system, with additional world building by the cast of Diceweave. All right, everyone want to do a clap in three, two, one. Hey, we're getting more in sync with these things. <laughs> what was that, Val? I, I had my hands prepped and ready, and I had the thought, wait, what comes after one? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Love that for us. <laughs>